Howdy, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. Today's episode is uh, going to be practicing what I preach, um, and it's basically going to be all about the powerful motivation of vindication. We've all had moments where we felt like we needed to be vindicated, where we where we wanted to kill imposter syndrome, um, whatever it is, whatever you needed to prove what you were what you were trying to do would work. Um, well, that's basically where this podcast was born out of. Um, and I had to go on a little walk today and decided that I would um, live stream some thoughts I was having uh, on that walk. And I did it through IGTV, through Instagram. So practicing what I preach about repurposing content, I thought, you know what, this would make a decent podcast. So I think that if you listen to this episode, you're going to get a real sense of motivation and, uh, and, and understand the true raw power, motivating power of vindication. Um, stay tuned, folks. It is about to get deep. And, and because this was recorded while I was walking, I apologize for any background noise or um, audio quality issues. Uh, but you know, when things are raw and real, you can't always edit everything out. Not everything is polished and pretty, especially when it's the truth. So stay tuned, folks. It's about to get really deep. You're listening to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. The show that gives you leadership lessons and insights from the cutting edge of digital marketing. Hosted by Stephen J. Edelman. It's about to get deep. I'm the kind of guy that if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to work my ass off to prove you wrong. That's how I roll. That's what I do. And if I am wrong, which I am sometimes, I was wrong once. It was a mistake. You know, I I made a mistake. I thought I was wrong. Turns out I wasn't. I don't know. There's an old joke about that. But anyway, basically, the way that I operate is if I know I'm right about something, then I'm going to pursue the hell out of it. And if you're not willing to get on board with me, that's fine. I'm just going to do it on my time or my way to figure it out to prove you wrong. And if I'm wrong, then I'll own it. And I'm not gonna do it on your dime. I'm not gonna do it on your time. If, if we're working together, I'm gonna do my best to do things the way that you want me to do, especially if you're paying me to do it. But ultimately, I know what works and what doesn't in a lot of cases. And that's not arrogance, that's experience. There's a big difference. So. A good example, and I'm really good at spotting trends. So a really good example of that is uh, the podcast. So I started the podcast on September 11th of last year. And the reason I started the podcast is because I got really big into Gary Vaynerchuk. And he was explaining how podcasts are fantastic pillar content. How you can create video of the podcast, use that on Facebook or, or uh, by going live on YouTube going live you can take transcripts and turn it into a blog you can take quotes and make it into social posts you can take videos like this one and export the audio and use it in the podcast 
it's just it's it's a farm literally a farm of golden content that if done right is evergreen well it can also be a tool to build great customer interaction and customer relations and so i wanted to prove that so over a year ago i went to the boss at the time and i said listen i think that we should really do a podcast i think it'd be a great idea and uh what we should do is invite our guests to, uh, as clients, invite our clients to be our guests. And the reason that we should invite clients to be guests is because we can help them tell their story in a way nobody else can, in a way that only we can. And so it's a bit of a competitive advantage. There were no other marketing firms in the Midwest that were doing podcasts. And so just letting them come on and talk about their competitive advantage, you know, their personal story about where they got, tips for people coming up in their industries. I mean, that kind of insight is insane. It's super valuable. Like, there's nowhere else that you can get that. And, and it, it, people love talking about themselves. So it would be a great opportunity for clients to basically get free publicity and make us look really good because we're asking nothing in return. Now, if you're a CEO, you hang out with CEOs. You know a lot of them. You go to these after-hours meetings, things like that. Imagine having the CEO of a huge Fortune 500 company as a guest on a podcast where you talk about stuff, then nobody else would get them. They wouldn't do it, but because you know them, it's a personal favor. That's brilliant. That was a great idea back then. And basically, the feedback I got from everybody except for the CEO of my company, was, you know, it's a great idea, but one, it'll never work. CEOs don't, don't want to waste their time going on some podcast. Keep in mind, this was a year ago before they're as big as they are now and way before COVID. They said they don't want to waste their time going on these shows that they don't know what the ROI is, right? And I said, okay, fine, fair enough, whatever. Um, then they also said that our CEO would not go on the show. And I thought that'd be great too to have him be the person interviewing because he's a well-respected, well-known person in the industry, in the uh, web development world. I mean, he was the first, literally the first web development company in the state of Iowa 25 years ago. So to have him be the guy that did all this interviewing and stuff would be awesome. And everybody told me, no, he's not going to waste his time. He's not going to do it. So I was like, all right, cool. I get that. But I really do think podcasts are the wave of the future. Again, back in September. By the way, thanks for joining me if you're joining me live. So again, I'm going to say this one more time. I'm the kind of person that if you tell me that I can't do something or it's not worth my time, and I know that there's some, com some kind of ROI in it, even if I can't see it all the way or you can't see it, I'm going to go out of my way to not only do it, but do it far beyond even my own expectations. I'm going to do it awesome. I'm going to make it look great. And I'm, I'm going to leave an impact. I'm going to prove you wrong, basically. So what I, I, I finally did say, you know what? I don't care that none of my colleagues want to back up this idea. I think it's really good for the company. Having guests on to talk about their business and, you know, their insights and making it all about them and their company and getting nothing in return at the time, it's a great idea. So I went over everybody's head and took it to the CEO. And at the time, the CEO thought about it for a second. And he said, 
I don't know that anybody's going to take the time to go on a podcast, one. And two, and this is probably the bigger thing, we don't have the time for that. Who's going to do it? Who's going to produce it? Who's going to be on it? Who's going to, like, actually host the thing? Who's going to edit it? How are we going to distribute it? You know, all of the practical application things. My answer was me. I'll take care of all of it. And he goes, you don't have the time for that. And he was somewhat right. Now, a lot's changed in the last year or year since this conversation. Specifically, the company's grown quite a bit. We've had quite a few people get hired. There's been more uh, growth in our department. A lot of it because of my consulting. A lot of it because we've got good leadership. And, and a lot of it just because there's a lot of great talent in, in the department. So I debated the idea of going back to the CEO. But in that time, I've also been promoted. I was a digital marketing consultant, and now I'm a digital strategy manager, which means I not only manage the strategy of my company, but also manage the strategy of a ton of clients. Do I have the time now? I don't know. But I've been kicking this idea around because when I was told that we couldn't do it in-house because we couldn't afford it and we didn't have the technology and blah, 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 I decided to prove everybody wrong by starting the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. And I did that with fresh episodes every single day for the first two seasons. Fresh episodes every day. And not only that, but I did it using only technology on my phone. And my rule was I couldn't spend any money at all. So I recorded anywhere from 15 minute to 45 minute episodes on the drive to and from work edit it with uh, stuff that I had in my phone and software on my phone apps and things like that and here's the other cool thing my phone was outdated so the idea was all of this stuff that I'm creating I don't have I have finite resources right I, I need to create some kind of promotional material I need to promote it on social platforms but I only have so much memory on this old crappy phone so do I utilize that how so I was working with finite resources in extremely limited time because I'm a full, I was a full-time student at the time. I have two small kids. I have a full-time job, but I wanted to prove that it could be done. So I did a fresh episode every single day. And I realized as holidays came and went, even when I planned ahead and I'd film two or three episodes and, and I would record two or three episodes and then I'd schedule it out. Uh, the issue was that these, it became a lot to do every day. So now I do them weekly. Every Tuesday, I post them at noon, or at midnight rather, and I still promote them ahead of time. I still record them ahead of time. I still have two or three episodes in the can ahead of time. The difference is now, three of the clients from my company have heard the podcast. One of them is one of the largest uh, law firms in central Iowa. And they started the first syndicated podcast, legal podcast, hosted by lawyers in Iowa. And they have the funds and resources to go all in on it. So we're talking an awesome podcast, great production quality, fantastic promotion. And I have two other clients. One of them is uh, uh, a trucking company who is one of the biggest in the Midwest. And they, uh, they, they invested in it. They're going to go all in. And then I have another one that is a, uh, they, it's called Demonstratives. And they do uh, virtual reality stuff, all kinds of cool stuff. And they're doing it. So all of these people are clients of mine already, digital marketing clients who have now decided to go all in on a podcast and want me to want to pay me to help them do that 
with the tools that I've acquired on my own time, tell them the best tools, tell them the best practices, tell them what they should and should not spend money on, which is a tough lesson for me to learn, but I'd rather learn it on my dime than yours. And uh, I, I can't help but think, if my company had gone all in on this idea a year ago, with all the resources that we really had and really needed, how much would, not the podcast, but the company had grown? You see, every single episode that I've done of my podcast is designed to bring value to the listener. It has nothing to do with me. I get nothing out of it. These clients were an awesome icing on the cake. The whole thing was a learning experiment for me. I wanted to prove it could be done. I wanted to prove it could be done without money. And I wanted to see exactly how. And so I've been able to do that. And now I've been able to create an environment where um, clients feel like this is something they should be doing. And with COVID happening, more and more people are getting into podcasts. And so that's really what it's all been about is just learning how to use the platform to grow. And I think it's smart. I think it's, I, I still think it's a great idea. I still think it's something that every company should be doing on some level. And then I see things on Instagram that just blow my mind, that really make me impressed. And specifically what I'm talking about is teenagers, two teenage boys, for example, who started their own podcast, where they're just gonna talk about video games or whatever they want. So this is a platform that they know reaches people and that has huge exposure right now, huge growth, has multi-million dollar deals going through Spotify. If you're not doing a podcast, you should be. And if it's not something that you have the resources or the skill or the talent, find somebody who does and just offer to be a guest. Being a guest is fun. The reason I, my episodes that have guests always do better than when I'm talking to myself. Why? Because when I'm talking to myself, I'm doing this. I'm basically going off the top of my head or, or relaying research information in a relatable, actionable way. When I have a guest on, I'm picking their brain. It's all about them. It's not about me. It's not about what I can do. It's not about what I have done. It's about them. And I, oh my God. So a friend of mine who jumped on here, I didn't even realize he was on here. He says, the first obstacle is always just to start. And this is Philip Kushmaro, and he was one of the first guests on the show. And he can attest to just how fun it really is. He and I picked each other's brain for like an hour. And it was one of my highest ranked episodes. You, you got to have guests on. You got to do things in a servant first way. And what's really crazy about it is that that is the trend of digital marketing right now, is servant mentality. Giving before you ask to get. Now, good customer service will tell you that that's how it's always been. But in this case, it's being made that way in, in very big ways. So for example, the uh, 2020 December core update of Google changed the algorithm so that now they're penalizing sites that are clickbait and junk and rewarding sites that ha offer high quality, awesome content. And basically they're saying, if you provide value to people, you're gonna rank higher. The AI learning is seeing what people are looking for and what's keeping them on the websites and that's, that's how they're building it. So now you have yet another way to utilize a podcast, whereas it's always been there, but now it's an even more valuable way, is embedding that podcast episode in a blog so people can listen. Because if you're sitting on that page listening to the podcast or watching a video of the podcast, the timer that's going on, the invisible timer that's going on is still racking up. So in Google's eyes, time equals value. And if you're engaging with content on that page, it's value. So that's pretty much it. I had to, to run to the bank here on my lunch break and I figured I'd do a live stream anyway because I kind of wanted to get this off my chest and reflect. It's been a long time. It's been a long adventure. But thank you for those who have joined me. Um, Philip, you uh, were an awesome inspiration. You know all about Gary Vee and my poor man's content model. Um, so thank you for being a guest and for always supporting the show. 
Um, and if you're in Canada and you need a, a digital marketing ambassador to teach you the ropes, Philip's the man to do it. But um, thank you so much for your time and for being a part of the Deep Gripping Realities journey and for whatever comes next. Uh, but I got to go in the bank. My lunch is almost over and I still got to walk back home. So until next time, dig deep, my friends.